0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is I, your host, for another great episode here of Political Theater. It is I, Charles Nash, with you. Today I am on the Dark night, Mike, and I have plenty of news to go around for today's great episode. <clears throat> now, I'm hoping that everybody here... On Thursday had a great and happy Thanksgiving. I hope everybody was able to go out and get a turkey, maybe some ham, some some nice food stuffings to go along with it. And I really do hope that everyone had a good holiday with their family and friends, especially if you were out there, <coughs> excuse me, trying to fight the inflation woe. At the grocery stores from coast to coast now i know right now inflation for everybody is a very hot topic button Uh, there's a lot of people out there who are struggling to make ends meet not for just keeping food on the table for the holidays or just in general but you have a lot of farmers out there who are struggling right now as well um Keeping up with supply and demand, getting their crops off. Uh, you have a lot of people, just in general, who are struggling during the winter time to pay their high utility bills, to put you know put clothing on their backs on their loved ones or their children's backs. Especially so as the temperatures start to bottom out to zero in the cold winter months, getting around the corner here. And then we also have Christmas. Is just about three and a half weeks away now since we have the Thanksgiving holiday out of the way. And you're a little, a little around four weeks to the new year for 2023. So there is a lot of financial woe out there right now. But still, I hope everyone was able to have
1: some kind of a thankful, memorable Thanksgiving. Now, Speaking of the
0: <clears throat> inflation woes going on around the country, I'm going to get into a very big hot-button topic right now besides inflation, that is the crime rate going on across the country. And with us going into the holiday season, you would think that sales are going to be up right now. People are going to be out shopping if they do have extra money that they've stored away in savings accounts or maybe under your your bedroom mattress. Well, you may have a hard time finding what you're looking for out there in the retail stores because I'm going to talk to you about what's going on. I've got an article here from Fox Business. Uh, This came out today, November the 27th. This has to do in Portland, Oregon. And this is just one example of many that I have been hearing about from my listeners from different states, not just blue states, but crime ridden states. So I'm going to read you this article here. It says Portland store shuts down, posts blistering note on front door slamming rampant crime. City is in peril. And this is not just happening in Portland, Oregon. This is happening all over where small businesses and even some larger businesses. Crime is so rampant, theft is is and break-ins are up. They can't keep up with it. It's causing an economic financial disaster for these businesses. They can't keep afloat. And insurance companies folks are only going to step in so many times before
1: they give you no financial compensation for your loss. A lot of people don't realize this. So here in Portland, Oregon, it says the clothing shop permanently shut down this month after facing a
0: string of break-ins that left the store financially gutted according to a note posted in front of the store. Now, this was in Portland, Oregon. The store's owner is Macy Linfaglio. Uh She said that there has been 15 break-ins over the last year and a half to her residence and her store. She says the business cannot survive the financial burden that crimes have cost her shop. She put up a note on her door, and it's gathered a lot of attention, just not from the news media, but just in, just people in general. I'm gonna read the note here. It says, our
1: city is in peril. Posted note printed on the ruins of a PDX store. It says,
0: small businesses and large cannot sustain doing business our city's current state. This is in Portland, Oregon again. We have no protection, no recourse against the criminal behavior that's going unpunished. Do not be fooled into thinking the insurance companies cover losses. We have sustained 15 break-ins.
1: We have not received any financial reimbursement since the third. So there you have it. The note continues
0: here. It says the problem is, as small businesses, we cannot sustain these types of losses and stay in business. I won't even go into the numbers of how much has been out of pocket cost, she said. The products are being targeted, are very expensive winter products that left that felt like the minute I go to put them in the stores, they're gonna get stolen. The mess is posted in front of the store noted. That the shop is closing down due to unrelenting criminal behavior coupled with escalating safety issues for their employees there's also a picture of this you can find this on twitter as well
1: they got the big signs for this the whole readout like i just read to you on there now the city the city there in um portland oregon
0: now, they said they're, they're, they're trying to come up with a, a way to help the small businesses or businesses who are being plagued by this. But Even the city of Portland, Oregon said they have no, no actual plan in place to implement helping such businesses. It says thefts here. I'll give you a, um, a breakdown of the area there for Portland, Oregon. It says, thefts have plunged in retail chains. I, I, excuse me, this is nationwide, actually. Nationwide in recent years, this is a National Retail Federation conducted a survey that found organized retail crime increased by 26.5% just last year in 2021, resulting in a multi-billion dollar issue for businesses. This says violent crime in Portland. And Portland, Oregon itself has skyrocketed over the last few years. A recent study found that
1: it rose most prominently. Prominently, it says here. I lost my place here. Prominently. um, In 2020. And that was when the city saw the near...
0: Uh, nightly protests and riots over the death of George Floyd. This is the city saw a 58% increase in homicides in 2020 compared to year prior. In 2021, notched a 54% increase in homicides compared to the already violent and bloody 2020. This is the number of homicides in 2021 was a 238% increase from the numbers recorded back in 2018. So again, what does this highlight, not just in Portland, Oregon
1: itself, who is facing a crime-ridden city? Well, it just goes to show you that the justice system, the attack on the defund the police movement, and key states, a lot of these are blue states, is driving down business. Businesses are rather leaving the state, their area, or they're closing down completely and permanently. So what does this mean for you, the public consumer? Well, it's going to make it harder for you, not just for the holiday season, but in general, trying to go to a store, get the supplies and
0: things that you need, because these stores are leaving. And I'm going to be honest with people, that means jobs are going to leave the area. It's going to be harder for you,
1: the public, the consumer, to get your hands on what you need. When the small businesses folks start going, these
0: criminal elements are not going to stop. They're going to start targeting the larger chains and if you think the larger
1: chains are going to sustain huge losses like this they're not they're going to do the same thing so what would be the the course of action here if i had to take a well educated
0: opinionated option of my own here i think most people would understand where i'm coming from
1: well it's easy the cities need to start getting back to prosecuting criminals we need to start giving funding back to our police departments, private security sectors.
0: We need to start prosecuting and having these individuals put in jail and apprehended and not have a revolving door where these people rather have, can, can post bail on a small amount or they're just revolving out without no bail at all, with no consequences. That needs to stop. But again, I know that sounds like that might be a simple explanation and answer to a problem. But it also goes deeper than that, folks, because again, what did I say right before the midterm
1: elections here? What did I say here almost two weeks ago? You are voting these individuals in. So apparently in these
0: crime-ridden states or areas, you, you must not be affected or you find it to be perfectly
1: uh, reasonable for you to live in with what's going on. So when things start getting worse,
0: again, I, I hate to say this, but it's the truth. Buyer's remorse is going to set in. And you're going to hear people bitching about this, about, well, why is this this way? it's the individuals you voted in
1: and not just the individual itself it's their policies this is why i preach to everyone i'm not
0: saying you have to go out there and vote republican i i there there's just as many bad republicans as there is democrats but this is why i tell people to start paying attention to who is running who you're going to back drop the whole r or d Drop the parties in general. And if you don't like your options, folks, this goes out to all of you large cities out there. There are write in candidates. There are third party candidates who have really wonderful, great ideas. They're strong leaders. People need to start getting out of this mix with, well, we only have a two party choice. You don't. You have many options. Everyone has just been routinely brainwashed,
1: and agreeing that there's only a two-party system. And those are your only options. And that is not the case. A lot of people who are running for lower positions, mayors, governors, school council members,
0: or average, normal, common, middle-class Americans going out there and getting involved now because they see what's going on. This whole argument about the country being divided, we do have division in this country. I'm not going to sit there and deny
1: that. But you know what propagates half of that argument? Is the notion that you, the voter, you, the public, are brainwashed
0: again into thinking you have two options and that's it. That is
1: not the case. You want to throw a monkey wrench. You want to change the Washington
0: standard across the nation. Start voting in outside the box of a two-party system. And I know you're going to have
1: people say, well, you're just going to throw the vote away.
0: That's not true. You get enough people to start changing the formula on how this nation is, is, is being conducted right now with its business its political aspect, its political nature. Oh, you can change that formula to suit you, the voter, the public, and your needs better. That's what they're there for. You're supposed to send people who represent you. You are the constituents. So start nominating people who are going to do the job and do it correctly for you.
1: Not on a party not on a merit system. Not to the line in their pockets. It is no different with the criminal justice system here. You don't think there's corruption in it? Oh, I've had many people on to talk about this. Very much so. So again, you want to fix the issues going on with the crime across the country. It doesn't just start at the border.
0: That's a big part of it. But it also starts with states and the leadership
1: that we effectively put in there as the leader to represent you and to mandate effective lawful laws and to get
0: the justice system back to where it needs to be. That is the answer for this. That is the only answer for this. And crack crackdown on crime.
1: I'm going to tell you right now, folks. When when, when the criminal element itself becomes a protected ideal, and innocence, law-abiding citizens become the
0: enemy, the target of the government and the state, you know it's bad.
1: And that is what's going on in some of these major states and cities. Portland, Oregon is a great example. The lack of law enforcement is another big key there. When you defund your law enforcement, this is what you get. You always have, when you, when you take out one working element in a machine, this is what happens. And it has to compensate to keep operating, but it's not going to operate at great efficiency. And this is what we've done to our justice department, to the police departments. Now, that is just my two cents. Now, on the same note, did anybody catch the White House press conference with Joe Biden here the other day? And if you don't know what I'm talking about, we've had several shootings in a couple different states here. We had the shooting out in Colorado. Excuse me, there. We had the we had the shooting out there in Colorado, and we've had several others. We
0: had one in, in out in Vegas. Uh, we had the Walmart shooting, like I said here the other day, where you had a manager that went in and just
1: sadistically gunned down his own employees. Well, right after that happened. The Democratic Party, Joe Biden, could not not help themselves.
0: And you know exactly what I'm about to say here. They went right into the comments over banning semi-automatic weapons. I'm gonna read this here. This was on all the major headlines. You can go to Fox
1: and read this. You can go to Newsmax and read this. MSNBC. Politico. The Hill. They all have their own
0: article on this. You you can read it yourself. It says, uh, Critics erupt on Biden after sick comment on semi-automatic gun purchases. Sheer ignorance. I'm going to read this. Because it goes hand in hand with what's going on with the crime issue. And they wonder why sales for for weapons of any type, it doesn't have to be a semi-automatic, weapons in general are through the roof.
1: You wonder why. Citizens have to arm up now. Go to New York. I know they have a, uh, trying to do this whole strict gun law ban. You wonder why you have people ammoing up, arming up. Well, when you're attacked in broad daylight, what do you expect is going to happen?
0: They'll read this here. It says, President Biden faced intense backlash from critics on Thanksgiving after speaking out against the purchase of semi-automatic weapons. this says, during a press event in Nantucket, Massachusetts, Biden reiterated his previous support for new gun restrictions while speaking about the recent mass shooting in Colorado. This is what he said. He says, Biden says this. He says, the idea we still allow semi-automatic weapons to be purchased
1: as sick That's what Biden said. He called called law-abiding gun owners sick. He says it's just sick. It has no socially redeeming value. Zero. None.
0: Not a single, solitary, rational for it to exempt profit for a gun, except for gun manufacturers. It says here, a reporter asked Biden if he would be able to make any movement on new gun laws while Republicans are getting ready to control the House and the next Congress. This is, the president made a comment. He said, I'm going to try. I'm going to try to get rid of assault
1: weapons. Now, you had a lot of people on social media, Twitter, Facebook, you name it.
0: Now, it's sad I have to bring up social media people just can't come out and just say this we use social media but that's just the way it is here in the 21st century but you had a lot of prominent users in social media platforms who pointed out that semi-automatic weapons typically include handguns rifles shotguns they all count for large gun sales in the US and are also can be considered semi-automatic weapons I'm gonna read some comments here. He says, ban- here, here's 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 some users with their comments. It says banning semi-automatic guns as Biden proposes here would make illegal an overwhelming number of rifles, pistols, and shotguns. Absolutely correct. Another person here says, Wow. Are they are there any guns Biden would ban or wouldn't
1: ban? You have another one here. It says, So essentially all guns are the big guy. Sh- Chopping block. That's what Hollywood actor James Woods tweeted on Twitter. You have U.S. Rep. Thomas Massey
0: here, Republican from Kentucky. He, uh, he even had a tweet here said, said Biden was mangling most gun owners with his stance on firearm purchases and noted that Americans rejected gun control
1: measures floated by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. That's true. There you go. Thomas Massey said, most people
0: rejected Pelosi's gun control schemes in the midterms, yet here is Biden saying we're going to ban modern firearms, mangling most gun
1: owners. You had uh, Missouri's first fourth congressional district U.S. rep-elect Mark Alford.
0: He called Biden's stance on gun laws sheer ignorance and cited an article noting that semi-automatic weapons make up 50% of all gun sales in America. Folks, you can point this out all you want to Joe Biden and the
1: Democratic Party. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care that (laughs) it's going to do away if they try to
0: ban semi-automatics. They they don't care. They don't care if this hurts the average gun-abiding citizen. They don't care about the NRA. They don't care about the economy and gun sales. They don't care about any of that. Their thought process is, um, is minute when it comes to this. This is what I keep saying. In 40 years, what has gun legislation
1: done? It does not target the criminal element. It targets you, the law-abiding citizen.
0: Now I know most people are going to say, okay, well, Mr. Nash, what's the answer for this violence, to stop the violence, the gun violence? Well, look, banning all weapons, semi-automatic or not, is not the answer that's going to fix that problem. Now, there's a lot of things you could do to fix this problem. Here's a great example. Look at the Colorado shooting here last week. The manager that went in and shot up Walmart and shot up his employees. What are they finding out about this gentleman? That he was highly mentally disturbed. Hmm. Seems to be kind of a a trend, does it not? All of these shootings. Rather in schools. Workplace. Home evasion. People just... Gunning down people on the streets, or maybe you're running them over in parades. Let's take away the firearm itself. You look at every one of those cases and scenarios, what do they all have in common? Because I can give you the answer to this, it's really simple. The answer to this, folks, is all of these people were mentally disturbed. They had some kind of mental illness going on which I've been saying for over a year and a half now, and I am not the only one pointing this out, where is the funding? Where is the uh, congressional debate about mental health? We pour all of this money into a foreign proxy war in Ukraine, This lie in climate change. How we even pour all of this wasted money on laws on top of laws that law enforcement can't even follow anyway because there's so many laws on top of laws which do nothing for gun control. Let's continue to pump more gun control measures in that do nothing. That's not even enforced on the books. But yet, let's go back and not address the main elephant in the room. Mental health. Because there's the problem. I want people to go through. If you think that I'm a liar here, go through and look at all of these shootings that's taking place. Hell, you can go back the last 20 years. Most of the violence that's happened with these mass shootings, doesn't matter what it is, go back and do your history and your research on these individuals. Over 90% of them have some kind of mental issue there were red flags well in advance. But with the funding and the lack of mental health state to state and on the national level, they slipped through the cracks. And you wonder why this, this is a developing issue that continues year after year, day after day as a problem. Now I have to go to my first commercial time out here. I'm going to speak a little bit more on this topic when we come back. So stay tuned, much more on today's show. My friends, how many people here love to fly? Maybe you've been on a vacation where it requires you to get in a big commercial airliner. Or or maybe you live somewhere local where you have an owner operator and a small piloted plane who who does personal rides. Well, if you're someone who loves to fly or maybe you've never flown before, maybe you have some, some kids or family members you'd like to take up in the air, or maybe you just like to do some sightseeing, maybe see a sunset, take a night fly somewhere here around the Ohio area. Uh, maybe locally, maybe a couple miles out. Maybe you're someone who likes to do further rides for longer periods of time. Or again, maybe you're a photographer, like to do some of those nice aerial pictures. Well, I have a great company for you. It's Sparks Fly. It is here in Mount Gilead, Ohio. It is a veteran owned and operated. A business here and it's it's owned by pilot and owner Keith Sparks and I'm gonna tell you I had my kids go up here about a week ago and they had a phenomenal time going up in that plane of his now he's got many different types of airplane rides available from a mini tour your basic tour good values better values all the way up to even night flies uh, they go anywhere up from about 20 minutes all the way up to an hour and 30 minute ride prices vary on depending on the weather conditions the time of the year and where you want to go but again great great company a great aerial view and i'm telling you you will love this if you've never experienced this before it, it, he's he's got a great company hands down so they even do flight instructions for individuals too. Maybe you want to get your pilot's license. They do that as well. There's several different ways to contact Sparks Fly, and that is one, you can go to their webpage with it which is www.sparksflyllc.com. You can also call owner Keith Sparks phone number 419 419- 560 or even drop him a line at Keith at com. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. It's me again, Charles Nash, your host from Political Theater. When you wake up in the morning, you're tired. You're trying to fumble around the bedroom, find your way down the stairs into your kitchen. And what's the one thing you want to do? You want to get woke up. Well, that's where I have a problem. In the morning, I try to find the best coffee that I possibly can. The regular things off the store shelves just don't work for me. But I found a coffee and a company that does. It's called Black Rifle Coffee now black rifle coffee is made and owned by veterans here in the united states they serve a premium coffee the coffee is imported from highly qualified coffee beans from Colombia and brazil they're roasted for five days at their facilities in manchester tennessee and salt lake city utah they have some of the best coffee that you can imagine one cup and even a half a cup gets me woke up in the morning and I've got enough energy to carry me through the rest of the day so I'm here to tell you about Black Rifle Coffee you can go online to blackriflecoffee.com order from their webpage, they will ship it to your house directly they've got s- several different kinds of roasts and again some of the best coffee you'll ever have. That's Black Rifle Coffee. And if you don't want to believe me or take my word for it, go to their website. You can get a free trial yourself and taste the magic in their coffee. Again, that's Black Rifle Coffee. Try it. Friends, when it comes to big costly concrete projects rather for the residential commercial or just for decorative needs you want a company that's reliable and professionally dependable that's why for all of my concrete project needs i contact the people at pennington concrete pennington concrete is locally owned and an operated business they specialize in residential commercial and decorative concretes and they are a five-star rated business. So if you have any concrete projects and need help getting your concrete masterpiece off the ground, put the trowel tools down and call the professionals at Pennington Concrete. You'll save loads of time, money, and headaches. For more information, you can contact Pennington Concrete at 740-396-7620 Or check out their Facebook page under Pennington Concrete and tell them that Charles Nash from Political Theater sent you. How many people love sweets? Well, if you're anything like me, folks, you always have that sweet but there's a solution when it comes to your sugar delight needs. Introducing Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery. With over 40 plus years in bakery experience, Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery is your one-stop shop for all your bakery sweets that you're ever going to need, folks. From delicious sugar cookies decorated to match any special party or party theme occasion, pies, and amazing cupcakes from garment flavors to traditional and fabulous wedding cakes for that one in a lifetime moment. Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery is hands down the professional and dependable business that you need to order from. For more information, contact Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery at 419-709-0918. Or check out their Facebook page for more details and special offers. Dad, I want a cookie. Looks like I'm going to be making a late night order to Lisa Sprinkles Cookies and Cakeries, folks. Time. A word we take for granted. As the years pass by, so does one's age. Families and loved ones share memories and moments. Many times, as loved ones pass on, they bequeath antiques from their past that end up carrying on into the future through their loved ones, as antique items are handed down through generation to generation. Friends, if you're someone like me, antiques are a way to pass along one story onto the next generation. And maybe that's why my friends at the On The Square Antiques specialize in just that, antiques. Located in downtown Mount Gilead, Ohio, On The Square Antiques feature fine antiques, collectibles, furniture, Grand Millennial, Granny Chick, artwork and very nice jewelry store hours are Wednesday through Saturday 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Sunday 12 to 4 p.m. they arrange payments very easily and you can pick up at your own convenience or shipping options are available for more information check out their Facebook page on on the square antiques or you can message them at on the square antiques at yahoo.com or even by phone area code 614-330-6322 and as they always say happy antiquing stress headaches and long hours at work. That pain in your lower back that just won't go away. Day after day, week after long week. You for once wish you could be pampered. Get some feeling of relaxation you've long deserved. Well, I'm happy to announce you can. And it's easy, affordable, and just a click or phone call away. When life has taken away my relaxation, I check into the Tailored Massage Therapy and Wellness. Located at 6174 Commerce Drive, Suite E. in Mount Galliard, Ohio, Tailored Massage Therapy and Wellness offer a wide variety of services, including relaxation massage, therapeutic deep tissue massage, cupping, hot stones, prenatal massage, facials, facial waxing and cupping, eyebrow tinting and eyelash lifting, CBD muscle mender, and even aromatherapy. They are a five-star rated business. Operating hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. For more information, check out their Facebook page or tailoredmassagetherapyandwellness.com. You can also contact them by email at tailoredmassagewellness at gmail.com or by phone, area code 567 233
1: 3288. around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. This will go all the way you can see the Christmas tree, let the Christmas be
0: And we are back here. I've got uh rocking around the clock here. Decided to throw in some Christmas music there for everybody. Look, I know everyone's like, oh, we just got done with Thanksgiving. Look, the holiday season. We're three days out now from December. Christmas is in three and a half weeks. It is right around the corner. I'll tell you, my wife said something to me here upstairs here a little bit ago. We, we, uh, we got blessed here uh, Friday. Now, my daughters, Sophie, Lillian, and, and Ellie, Joe, you know, it, we, we got some rabbits for them here. Oh, it's, it's been about seven or eight months ago. Uh, we got a buck named Tucker and a doe named Rosie. Uh, one's a New Zealand, and our, our female, she's a Holland Flop. And the kids do a great job with taking care of them. But well, we got blessed here Friday uh, afternoon. It was about 1 o'clock. Um, Rosie, our Holland Flop, she gave birth. She's a first-time mother. And uh, she uh, she had five... Little babies here. I've I've got looks like four gray ones and 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 one dark colored black one. Uh, I, I've been calling him Serious Black. I'm I'm a big Harry Potter fan. My my wife calls him cole so we have a debate on what to name him. But I, I speaking of what I was talking about with my wife, she said to me, she goes, "Man, she goes, the year just seems like it has just flown by." And she goes, November. She goes already done with thanksgiving she goes this is just flying by this year and i said absolutely it always does so christmas is going to be upon us here before you know it so just keep that in mind now getting back to what i was talking about we were talking about what joe biden his comment that he made on thanksgiving about basically how semi-automatics people that own them are sick and he's going to do everything he can in his power as president and head of the democratic party to ban semi-automatic weapons now i want to read everybody because here's here's something that i don't think especially joe biden or the democrats really understand and i have this question posed to me i own firearms myself what is the difference between Semi-automatic weapons and automatic weapons. These people that's out here are saying they're going to ban all this stuff. Semi-automatic weapons. i want to read to you what it is. You tell me if this makes any sense. So Joe Biden says he wants to ban semi-automatic weapons. Mr. Biden, do you know what a semi-automatic is? Semi-automatic weapon fires one shot every time the trigger is pulled. You have to pull the trigger excessively every time you want to fire off a round. Now an automatic weapon fires continuously until the trigger is released. So if you want a good example of a military weapon, that's usually what an automatic weapon is. These people are going around. You have Joe Biden on on TV on Thanksgiving saying, I want to get rid of semi-automatic weapons. You have an ass backwards to begin with. How about you say, I'm going to go after automatic weapons. He does not, I don't think these people know the difference between the wording. I really don't. I'm going to repeat this if you don't know the difference between the types of weapons out there that they're talking about potentially trying to ban. A semi-automatic weapon, which is what Joe Biden is talking about, again, requires you to press the trigger each time you want to shoot off a round. An automatic weapon fires continuously while the trigger is held until it's released. Does everyone get the difference? Do you see Do you see what everyone is, is talking about with Joe Biden now? Oh, he's getting semi-automatic weapons. Okay, so that's every freaking ass weapon that's out there. I know, most people don't even know the difference in this. If you don't know what you're talking about, it's wise to just shut up. And if you don't plan on doing research... Probably not a topic you want to get into a debate with someone with. Now you can go to any weapon shop. You can even go online. I've got one right here. I'm on the outdoor life right now.com. Okay, they have all different kinds of sale. They had a Black Friday sale here Friday for, for Thanksgiving going into Christmas. So a semi-automatic weapon. Again. You have to click the trigger and release it every time you want to shoot off a round. This is what Joe Biden wants to get rid of. Here you go. That is almost every handgun that there is. Here's a great example of some of them. These are regular, commonly owned weapons by men and women for home protection, for example. Your law enforcement. A Glock 9. That's a semi-automatic handgun. Joe Biden wants to do away with that on his attack of semi-automatic weapons. Again, you have to push the trigger in and release every time you want to fire a round. It's not an automatic weapon. Here's another one. The the P365 subcompact pistol. So folks, that is a normal home evasion pistol.
1: That's just one example. Smith and Welster's shield nine millimeter.
0: That is a affordable handgun right there. Again, it's a nine millimeter pistol. That is a standard pistol. Would be targeted by Joe Biden, the Democratic Party, with this whole issue with trying to do away with semi automatic guns. Semi-automatic guns, folks, is almost every weapon on the market. Do you see my point? You have to release the trigger and pull it every time you want to shoot off a round. This is a regular weapon. This isn't an automatic weapon. This is where I think they've got their analogy wrong. And even if they did flip it around,
1: again, not going to solve the problem. There you go. You have
0: more 9mm pistols. How about the Glock 43? It's just a normal, reliable handgun here. How about the, the classic James Bond gun?
1: The Weather PPK. How about the Colt 1911? That's an old gun right
0: there, folks. That is a semi-automatic handgun. Some of these folks are very old-style pistols. Some of them are newer. Again, they're all semi-automatic handguns. This goes the same for rifles, shotguns, Those are all semi-automatic, a 12-gauge. Do you remember here a couple years ago? Let me refresh all of my listeners' memories. Do you remember when Joe Biden was talking about he was vice president at the time under Barack Obama? And this whole debate again, there was a shooting was in a school and then they started talking about crime and home invasions and what did Joe Biden what was his comment it got turned into a funny meme song on YouTube and many other little little online social media platforms what was Joe Biden's comment well if me and Jill need to protect our home and our house I don't I don't need to go get a semi-automatic weapon and I just kind of shook my head because I'm like, okay, he goes, I'll just get my shotgun. That's a semi automatic weapon. If you don't believe me, folks, it, it he said that. You don't you don't need all these high capacity weapons. Just just get a shotgun. Well, Joe, shotguns are considered a semi
1: automatic weapon. I hate to tell you that, especially if they're pump action. Just want people to understand this, what you're asking here.
0: So, here you go. I got another example here of doing away with semi automatic weapons. Again, I'm just going to say this one more time. This is not where you pull the trigger and it just keeps firing. That's an automatic weapon. A semi-automatic requires you to pull and release, pull and release, pull and release the trigger every time you shoot off a round. That's what they're targeting. That's, That's almost every weapon, folks, that there is. Now, here's another great example. Our law enforcement, police, FBI. Here's a great one. Would you like to know what... Semi automatic FBI agents carry. Glock 17 M. It's a specially modified version of the 9mm Glock. Or here you go. You got the P226. It's again, it's a 9mm custom Springfield M1911. Again, not just our military, our police force, normal hunters, everyday people who want to go out and buy a gun. semi-automatics are everywhere. But there is a difference between a semi-automatic and an automatic gun. And what I find interesting is and I'm, I, I've said this multiple times now they're targeting. Semi-automatic weapons, not what they're—I what, I think this is where they're confused—automatic weapons. Big difference. I think they need to do their research on it, but again, I don't even think they even need to be targeting weapons in general. That is not
1: the problem.
0: problem is the mental health the other big issue with this but you will never hear the drive by media admit to this
1: is the rampant focus
0: on the gunman or perpetrator and themselves they want to blame everybody in the drive by media they want to blame the weapon They want to blame the police force. They want to blame the school. They want to blame the businesses. They want to blame society. Do you know who they never blame? It's like they praise them. The shooter themselves. And so you wonder why you have these copycats that go out there for their 10 minutes of fame. Stop covering it. Or how about you lay blame where it needs to be blamed? The shooter themselves. See how I just targeted two of the main issues and but again, no one will ever focus on that in the political spectrum. No one will address that in Washington. Hell no, we can't address the main problem. It gives us political speaking points for the next election cycle that we can fall back on. Oh, we're going to fix this problem. It's not really the problem, but we're going to make it out to be the problem and we'll get your vote. And that's what they do every time. And you know who who the suckers are that buy into this? You, the American public. And this is why I try to come on the show and educate people. It's not just sending you to where you can find these news articles and read them yourself. I want to sometimes upset people. The truth anymore really hurts. It really does upset people. It helps me to get you up off your ass and actually go out and do some research. And you might be surprised in what you find. And if I can get you up off your ass to actually go out there and look into these things yourself and go, hmm, he's absolutely correct on, on this information. Well, maybe you'll pay a little bit more attention to what's going on. And maybe when these problems arise and it's reported on it, you can go, no, that's not the problem. The problem is this. This is the underlining problem. Why aren't you people addressing
1: this? Well, there you have it. So that was Joe Biden and the Democratic Party with their
0: push to try to take out and ban over 50% of the firearms in the U.S. semi-automatic weapons. Which, again, it's ass-backwards with what they're wanting to do.
1: Now, I have a whole lot of um, speaking
0: points today. When it comes to public health, I'm going to leave that part to the last of the show. So I've got three other topics here I want to talk about before I head into the the end of the show. And I've only got about 10 minutes here to do it. So the next one here, this, this one was on Politico and Fox. This one has to do with your Thanksgiving dinner you just had on Thursday. Title of the article here says, USDA blames Russia for rising price on Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, I just had to read this. You have all heard me. First, it was the price of grains and food in general. Now it's, well, this this is why, uh, you know, you're having to spend up to 20% more compared to last year for, for Thanksgiving dinner. is because of, of the Russia-Ukraine war. Bullshit. It's a damn copped out lie, and everyone here should know that. I'm going to read this article here. It says the Department of Agriculture says Russia's ongoing war in Ukraine is the one reason why Thanksgiving dinners cost more than it did last year. It says a USDA memo this month said turkey prices will be higher because of this year's outbreak of a highly pathologic aviation influenza flu which led to the death of 8 million turkeys in 2022. But the USDA also said the Russian war in Ukraine has drought across the United States are other factors that are pushing up prices for thanksgivings around the country. You also says here, but the USDA also told a lot of media outlets that both COVID pandemic and Putin's price hike has boosted food prices around the world and says Russia's move against Ukraine cut off critical supplies of wheat, corn, bailey, and other grain. Okay, so I'm going to stop there. Did you just hear that nonsense? Now, everybody knows that that whole thing with the grain wheat. That's a damn light, Folks, we are the third largest
1: producer and exporter of wheat and grains. How much wheat and grain do you think we get from Ukraine? Zero.
0: How about from Russia? Zero. So how the hell does that affect our food market here in the U.S.? Are you ready? It's going to be shocking to some people.
1: It doesn't. So now let's get back to this aviation bird flu.
0: It says here that 8 million turkeys were killed in 2022. And that's caused the prices of your turkey at the grocery store to go up. Well, I'm going to go ahead and tell everybody this right now. That's another full of BS. 8 million birds dying from the aviation flu is a drop in the bucket. Folks, we have turkey farms all over the United States. And some of these large commercial industries produce these birds month after month by the millions. So again... Is that really the driving factor for the cost at the grocery store? No. Do you want to know what factors into that cost? It's the slaughterhouses here in the U.S. That cuts the turkeys' throats and kills them. Processes them for the grocery store. That's where your price gouging is coming in. Great example. It's like with cows... Pigs. Do you honestly think the farmer's the one making the big profit? No, they're barely sustaining. Do you think it's the trucking company carrying these animals to the slaughterhouse that's making out? No. They're having a hard enough time with their current income-to-contract ratios and now inflation on top of it keeping afloat. Add in fuel costs as well for diesel. Who is making the big money and controls the price of the product of food? It's the slaughterhouses and the company, the big retail company in which owns them. And a lot of them are foreign folks. They've bought a lot of U.S. large slaughterhouse manufacturing companies out. There is your control on why we have high prices. It has nothing to do with the bird flu. It has nothing to do with the war in Ukraine and Russia. Nothing whatsoever. And this crap about, well, it's post-pandemic. No. No. Again, that is a crutch to drive up the cost so that you do not question it. It's called price gouging. You hear that same word being used at the gas pump. So here you go. The article continues. I just have to read this last bit here because it's it's a key one here. It says President Biden and his administration has often blamed Russia for the broad increase in inflation and has referred to higher food and energy prices as Putin's price hike. That's wrong again wrong as in they're right when when Joe Biden and the Democratic Party is going, well, we blame this from you know from the Russian world. Oh, they do. They do that with everything. Or it's because they go it's president former president Trump's fault. That is their two run run-tos when they just don't want to talk about the problems that they've created. Do you know what the other main issue is here? I touched on it. The lack of energy production in the U.S., gas and diesel. Which is cost, again, skyrocketing to move products across the country, a.k.a. your food. And that also is another contributing factor to why we have high prices, record high prices, for your Thanksgiving meals, and everyday products. So again, I'm going to reiterate what I always say.
1: Self-inflicted wounds.
0: (laughs) See how that works? Self-inflicted wounds. I'm not going to read any more of this article. They go on about how Biden and his administration has the data to show for this. Bullshit. It's a bunch of garbage. I've read it. So you can, again, you can look up that. It's on Fox Politico. It says USDA blames Russia for rising price for Thanksgiving dinner. Again, bunch of BS. That is exactly what it is. I've got this next article here. It's from The Hill. Like I said, I had three here I want to rapidly go over. This one, this article is under their energy and environment. It says climate activists set to pressure Biden for Congress divided. You can guess what this is basically about. You have all of these commie activists who are going to be pressuring Joe Biden to get their agendas for this green new energy push done before the GOP takes the House at the end of the year here. You have also these climates saying, well, if we can't get this done, if we can't get this green energy deals that we want, take billions and trillions of dollars, well, we're going to have to come up with some kind of a way to finagle the Republican House-controlled Senate. We're going to have to, between the House and the Senate, Republicans are going to control the House. We have a 50-50 almost divided Senate. We've got to come up with a way to finagle these Republicans and these conservatives to getting along and to selling them to this environmental evergreen action plan. And that's what this article is about. Our activists are going to try to invite Republicans and conservatives in blindly to persuade them with any means they possibly can to sell this this climate change garbage
1: you know we had sweeping
0: legislation known as the inflation reduction act which had a lot of green garbage in it well no 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 now they want more we're not done we need more we're all going to be underwater in the next 6 years
1: I'm not kidding you folks. This article from the Hill says it all. They're talking about putting more regulations on the coal
0: and gas industry. Which again, I want to know how you plan on heating people and their homes for the winter. Without financially causing everyone to go into the red or are losing everything or having their utilities shut off. And their answer, well, solar power. Water energy. What the hell is that gonna do for somebody? You have a cloudy day and most days in the wintertime are cloudy. You're not gonna pick up enough electricity from the sun to help manage solar-powered homes.
1: So where the hell do you think the power is going to come from? Because it ain't coming from the sky.
0: Again, you can read this article here, this climate activist set to pressure Biden with Congress divided. It It's not a great read. If anything, it's going to make you sick to your stomach when you read it. Now, I am 29 minutes here into the top of the show. I have to take our last commercial timeout. When we come back, uh, I'm going to talk about the gender identity and the race theory being promoted in our military. I have touched on this many times before. Got a new article on that. And then before I end the show, we have a lot to talk about when it comes to new viruses The theory that Fauci does not want to talk about, which is how COVID was started. And are we going to have a return of mask mandates? All of this when we come back to the show. Just stay tuned. Need an outside cleaning?
1: Better call ProSelect!
0: House siding, brick or exterior, dirtied or mildewed? Better call ProSelect! deck looking dingy or yellowed? Better call ProSelect. How about gutter stains or window smudges? You better call ProSelect. ProSelect Exterior Cleaning and Services. For more information or to schedule a free estimate, call 740-504-8311 or visit their website at ProSelect LLC or Facebook Email them at ProSelect.es at gmail.com for more information. When it comes to Mother Nature, anything is possible. And with the unknown possibility comes severe weather. With these severe weather, what usually happens? You get downed trees. Once the tree is removed, you've got these stumps just sitting everywhere. They're ungodly and they're just sitting in your yard folks rather in the backyard the front yard up against your house and they're just a sight for sore eyes you have to mow around them you have to stare at them through your windows your neighbors don't like seeing it it makes your property values go down and over time stumps start to decay become sinkholes or even become bug infested and who wants to have to call an exterminator for an extra cost but folks there is an answer to this problem. It's called Neidhart's Stump Removal and Land Clearing Operations. A family-owned and operated business, Neidhart's Stump Removal offers not only stump removal, but forestry logging, tree-cutting services, demolition, as well as excavation. And they're fully insured if something would happen while they're on the job. For more information, you can contact them at 740-751-5654 or visit their website at www.NineHeartStumpRemoval.com or send your questions to info at NineHeartStumpRemoval.com. When you are in need of drain and plumbing services, there's only one place, ladies and gentlemen, for local service that you can actually rely on. That is Dolan Drain and Plumbing Service. Located in Cardington, serving the Morrow County area, Dolan Drain and Plumbing offer quality service and customer satisfaction. With drain cleaning, camera inspections, and a full plumbing service, they offer a 24-7 emergency service for you and your family when the unexpected rears its ugly head. Billing is easy and affordable, and they offer a 10% off for services with cash payments. So if you are in need of a drain or a plumbing service issue, call Doolin and Plumbing Service, area code 419 560 6807 and put your drain and plumbing services in their hands you'll be thankful you did folks hello ladies and gentlemen it's me Charles Nash from Political Theater you know I get to do a lot of local ads for small businesses and businesses that are just opening up in Ohio. And out of all of them that I've done ads for, there's one that really stands out to me just because of the story behind it, and it's so touching. That would be Footprints and Wax. Now, they are a fairly new small family business. They are located between Galleon and Mount Gilead, Ohio. They create all-natural, hand-poured, soy wax melts. All-natural, chemical-free, face- body hand feet and lip scrubs chemical free products that help eliminate many dangerous toxins from entering the home and our bodies they also create hand painted beautiful wooden ornaments for any occasion the perfect gift for loved ones and with the holidays just around the corner who could pass up on their wide variety of gift baskets they have to offer Pricing is reasonable and affordable. They provide a professional and speedy process while also trying to maintain the highest quality of products for their customers. Working hours are Monday through Sunday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. For more information, you can find them on Facebook, Instagram, or on their webpage at www.footprintsinwax.com. Or you can call the owner, Missy Boggs, area code 419-569-1222 for further questions and tell him that Charles Nash from Political Theater sent you. Thanks, folks. My friends, how many people here have a driveway? Or maybe have a driveway that needs repaired. Well, I have a great company here. It is KB, the Gravel Guy LLC. Now, they are located in mid Ohio, in the Ohio area. They are basically a gravel company. They will come in, completely redo your driveway. Maybe you have some holes that need to be filled in. Well, KB the Gravel Guy can take care of that for you. Now I have their information here. You can rather go to their Facebook page under KB the Gravel Guy or you can give them a telephone call, area code 419-564-7231 or you can even message them through their Facebook page and app. Again, that's KB the Gravel Guy for all of your gravel needs. some of them want to use you and we are back here I have sweet dreams here by Annie Lennox good old song here I tell you when I was a kid that um, that music video I don't know why I don't know if it was her orange colored short hair I, that music video kind of scared me a little bit. kind of dominating in that video that is an old video right there that is back from the late 80s i do believe so getting back to what we were talking about before i went to our last commercial timeout here i got a couple more articles here that i want to talk about Um, one of them i was wanting to talk about before i went to break i just didn't have enough time to get it in I another article here. This one was from Newsmax. It says, Pentagon promotes critical race theory, gender identity, insanity. This is what's being reported to the GOP. This is going to be a topic that the House committee under the GOP is going to be investigating. And they said they're going to try to get this dismantled in all the military branches. And they need to. There, there needs to be an investigation and to get this stopped because all they're going to be doing is weakening our armed forces, which your folks, our armed forces is what protects this country from internal or external threats. And there doesn't need to be this woke movement inside of the military at all of any of its branches. I'm going to read this here. It says, the Biden administration has launched an extensive diversity and equality initiatives in the military that has popularized elements of the critical race theory and gender identity and specifically weakened the U.S. armed forces. This is according to information obtained by many different news outlets, Fox Digital, Politico, Newsmax, you name it. It says, our military... Singular purpose is to provide for the common defense of the nation, the report said. It cannot be turned into a left-wing social experiment. They're absolutely correct. You cannot curtail the American Armed Forces, you folks. You just can't. Again, if you want to read more about this, I have talked about this extensively in past shows. Again, you can read that. It was on the military branch read. It's on many different outlets. You can even go into Google. Go in and type. You can go in and type critical race theory and the military gender identity and and, and the Pentagon. You can come up and read it all yourself. Many different ways to bring up these articles. And you can read them themselves. You can read that actual information that's being basically spewed into the armed force division. And you can see for yourself what what they're teaching in there. And it's nothing that's going to be good for the backbone and defense of our country. I just wanted to bring that up. Now, the very four last articles here, they all cover the same thing I want to talk about. I talked about this a little bit here last week. And that is these new viruses that's popping up. From the influenza bird flu that they're saying it's gonna be targeting people to this new three triple virus that's out there to COVID now. Long COVID. You didn't you didn't hear me wrong, long COVID. But they're saying now we need to go back to mask mandates. I'm not kidding. Here's a great article right here. This was on Fox, dated November the 22nd. title of it is Mask Mandate Return, HHS reports want to encourage our mandating masking up to stop long COVID. Now, you can go to the HHS website, and they are promoting masking back up as a mandate for every
1: state. I'm not kidding. If the pandemic taught us anything,
0: masks do nothing. I've been saying this. I have extensive research and training on this myself, being former military. They do nothing. And I have people saying, what does military training have to do? Well, we have to use NBC gear, masks in general, biological, chemical warfare training. I also was in six years in the health field, the Ohio Health. So I know all there is to know about different types of masks, grade and what they do and what they don't do and protecting you against viruses is not one of them. I want to read this article here. It says, Masking and social distancing should be encouraged or even mandated once more in the public in order to protect people from COVID-19 in the form of possibly suffering from long COVID. According to a new report from the Department of Health, and Human Services. The report, commissioned by the HHS and produced by the research agency Ciforma, calls a broad range calls for a broad range of government agencies to help people who continue to deal with lingering effects of COVID. These policies include awareness campaign, funding for long COVID support groups, financial support for students and workers, and new health benefits for COVID victims. It also calls for the reinstating of mask mandates. The most controversial recommendation in the report, was says ending the mask mandate in late of uh, 2021 and early 2022, Is making it harder for people with long
1: COVID. Long COVID. It says, the lifting of the mask mandates
0: an indifferent attitude towards masking and social distancing, typical in many public and private places, further isolates people with long COVID, the report said. As a result... It says policymakers should encourage and aggressively work on mandate policies and protocols regarding masking and social distancing in public spaces. It says after this story ran, it says the HHS spokesman stressed to many outlets, according to Fox Digital as well, that the language of possible new mask mandates comes from participants involved in the COFORMA's research and not from the HHS
1: directly. Bullshit. It's on their website. It is on the HHS website.
0: It's on Health and Human Services website, folks. Then I wanna read this here. It says, President Biden said in September,
1: 2022 this year. Remember, he said the pandemic was over. But his administration
0: has not let up on the need for funding and policies to keep fighting the COVID virus. Good example again, the White House just last week before Thanksgiving asked Congress for another $10 billion to fight COVID. And a top HHS official said assisting people with long COVID is a long-term priority for the government. But I thought COVID was over. But here we go. But right back to, well, we, we really need to start stressing and mandating mask mandates again. I'm not making this up. You can go to the Health and, and Human Services website And that's what they're stressing. We need to mask back up again, everybody. Because people with long COVID are suffering. We're spreading COVID again. It's record, outrageously record
1: numbers. I just had to share that article with everybody. Then you have Dr. Fauci. Dr.
0: DeFauci who made his last public appearance here the other day at the White House before he steps down.
1: At the White House press conference, reporters were getting
0: shut down by just asking basic questions about COVID and COVID's origin. You had White House press secretary Jean Parry, she snapped at reporters who raised questions about the origin of COVID-19 during Tuesday's press briefing, which again featured the outgoing White House chief medical advisor, Dr. Anthony DeFauci. He's done. Now, during the questioning over the White House Coronavirus Response Team update, reporters on the administrative's vaccine of, uh, offense, a daily caller, you had White House correspondent Donna uh, Givova. She attempted to ask a question regarding what Fauci has done to investigate the origins of COVID-19. But again, she was shut down and rebunked because she spoke out of turn. Had nothing to do with that. They were mad because she asked Fauci if he had got off his ass and is looking into the co- the, the origin of COVID, which we all know. Remember that it's, it's been what's well, conspiracy theories. It didn't come from the Wuhan lab in China. It wasn't a leak. It wasn't, and we weren't involved, the U.S. government and Fauci's office wasn't involved with gain-of-function research. Remember that? Well, there's a lot of truth to that because there's a lot of documentation supporting that. You can read that yourselves in the Freedom of Information Act for you, what they've uncovered. But you honestly think Fauci is going to sit there and answer questions that could possibly implement him, red hand him to the origin, a lack of safety protocols under his authority with the US China correlation of COVID research? Absolutely not. He's not going to do that. That's just like last week I told everybody how you have a lot of the major pharmaceutical companies who are out there, kind of like Pfizer, who are now going in and doing research for people under the age of 50 and for teenagers and adolescents doing research on the COVID shot itself to see if there's any merit to these links between deaths, fatal deaths between the vaccine and heart issues. Which there's lots of studies showing that these vaccines cause large amounts of, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, shows large amounts in the heart. It, it causes buildup of inflammation in the hearts, can lead to distress of the muscle itself, and in some cases, death. I mean, we're we're, we're talking about side effects, and what a lot of these companies like Pfizer, and Moderna. We're saying they had researched before the vaccine ever came out was researched thoroughly. Well, now it wasn't. I just find it very interesting that all of this is coming up. We're getting ready to go into the winter months. and Now, all of a sudden, all of this call to arms and research, well, we got to start really researching. Why didn't you do this to begin with? I can tell you why, folks, because there's legitimacy to the claims and the lack of research and the research that's being done now and what they're finding in these side effects. And if you think you're going to be able, one of these people that's going to be able to get in a lawsuit, no, you're not. Because when it is proven these vaccines, and they're not vaccines, these shots are not safe. Well, the federal government's already mandated it. You can't go back and sue the government, nor the pharmaceutical companies that was involved in this advanced research, because that's what it was. It was governmentally funded and protected, and you knowingly participated, even though it was forced down everybody's ma- mouth as a mandate. For a lot of companies that you worked for, especially if you worked for a government, state, or a city, or you were a contractor, you were forced. Look at them, look at all the armed service branches. All of our men and women who were who were are stabbed with these COVID shots. And now we have all of these side effects that's being researched because there's legitimacy to them. Look at all that men, and, all those men and women who had to resign, were forced out because they stood up and said, no, I will not throw this into my body without knowing what it's going to do. Well, there you have it. I just had to read this article. Like I said, I wanted to talk about that. Then you have, you have this one again. This title is called Doctor's Notice. It says Fauci, ha- Fauci has completely open mind about COVID-19 lab leak theory. It says evidence strongly points elsewhere. Bullshit. You can go online, folks, to the freedom of information through the FOIA over the last two years and what they have pulled between Fauci's office, his labs, and the lab in Wuhan. And you make that, and that was under... Uh, That was under the uh, Obama administration. And they're funding for these labs. And you can find out for yourself and read some of these emails that's been pulled. Dr. Fauci and the pharmaceutical companies knew knew this was going to happen. I hate to say this, and you can call me conspiracy. This was created in a lab. Rather, it was intentionally leaked or not. That's just like, that's just like Fauci's comments. Well, I had no idea it would kill these many amounts of millions of people. As he has a shitting grin on his face, you know damn well. Look at the the research going on in Boston, Massachusetts. I talked about here a couple weeks ago. And you have college students and professors. In the field, when it comes to germs and viruses, and they're playing around with COVID. And they made a deadlier strand of it. Again, why are we doing this? I thought there was supposed to be no gain-of-functions research in this field of development. Yet, here we are.
1: In this article here, it was also, uh, Fauci
0: was also made his comments on Sunday on his appearance of PBS's Face the Nation. Uh, Host Margaret Brennan asked Fauci about China's transparency regarding the origins of COVID-19. And how the country's leading Chinese Communist Party, the CCP, was handling calls for investigation across the globe. This is what Fauci said. He said, we keep a completely open mind as to what the origin is, Fauci said. Having that said, if you look at the extremely high-qualified international scientists with no political agendas, they've published a peer-reviewed journal The all-accumulated evidence, particularly related to the Chinese bringing into the Wuhan market animals from the wild, that should have not been there. The evidence is quite strong that there is a natural occurrence. Does that mean we have ruled out that there was something funny going on? And it leaked? Absolutely not, he added. I and all colleagues keep an absolutely open mind. bullshit. He, this is the man who has rebunked this since this topic came up. And it is to cover his ass, look at all of the millions he has made and all of his investments in the pharmaceutical companies of Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, you name it. Him and all of his lackeys made millions. Off of this, and now they're 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 silently slipping away, stepping down, answering no questions. Well, hell no, they're not. They made their money. They're going to get out while they can. Isn't it funny? Now <clears throat> we've had silence on COVID until the COVID the, the the colder months here, and now what do we have? Has anyone noticed this? The flu now is alive and well again. Influenza is alive and well again. I'm finally starting to hear, yeah, I had the flu. My doctor says the flu is going around. It's an upper respiratory infection. All I heard for the last two years was COVID. Everything was COVID. Now COVID is slowly... Disappearing. But yet now it's coming back up on the radar again. But so are other illnesses and viruses. They're starting to come back out. The flu lives again. I just find the timing of all of this very coincidental. I really do. But you can read this article yourself and make your own. Uh, analogies, make your own scientific um, assumption on this. Look at the evidence yourself and weigh in on this topic. I would love to hear what people think about Dr. DeFauci, especially since he's stepping down. I would love what you to know what everyone thinks of the, the origins of COVID. I really would. I, I love hearing people's feedback when they listen to my show. And again, if you, wanna, if you would like to send me, you know, your thoughts on this topic in general or any of them that we've talked about in today's show, there's several ways you can do this. Again, you can email me at politicaltheater114 at gmail.com or you can even go to my Facebook or Twitter page. Just look up um, Political Theater with Charles Nash. You cannot miss my face. It's red, white, and blue. Looks like something out of an old Ronald Reagan political poster. Or you can even give me a telephone call. Text me. Telephone number 740-802-7936. Well, that's going to wrap up today's show. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and let everybody know. uh, I will be back here on Sunday the 4th. That is a week from today. I'm going to try to start spacing out the shows a little bit to do one show week to week because I have a lot of listeners who are telling me that my shows run between an hour and 40 minutes to two hours long. And I have a lot of people during the busy work week that can only hear so much of me uh, during the week or they're behind. So I am going to start doing the show only one day a week unless there's a special event that comes forward, or if I have special guests that come in. And that way, everybody has a chance to listen to the show and weigh in. I also wanna be able to make it to where people can email or call or or text uh, about how they feel about the show or about the content, or if I ask questions to, to my listeners, so that I can kind of get in and listen to and read everybody's comments on on how they feel. So it's just a good way to have communication back and forth without everybody getting getting behind here. So again, I will be back on uh, December the 4th. That is the end of this coming up new week on Sunday. Again, if you would like to do Think Local first, free advertisement through me again, You can go to my email, you can give me a call, go to my Facebook, Twitter account. There are many different ways to get a hold of me. I always tell you. But again, all you have to do is drop me your name, contact information, and I will get a hold of you and set up free advertisement, free for you. So that is going to wrap up today's show. And again, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening. If you're new to the show, please come back, and I will be back here with more news for your intently listening
1: pleasures, Sunday, December the 4th. Everyone have a good evening.